0: Hey, Tyrone! remember how I said to you in an early episode how I want to make a Jake photocopy machine? Yes, but we don't want copies of Jake. One
1: is more than enough. Ah!
0: So, I remember that my dear... Little friend, TAC. Now, TAC was Thermos aquaticus DNA polymerase. Yep. Yes, awesome. I've learned something. Okay, so TAC is an enzyme that copies DNA and it makes millions of copies. So we've got like the sort of control C, control V, copy and paste thing going on. But I don't know, is there a control X? Is there like a cut button? Where, where's our cut button in biology? So this cut technology, Jake, that technology came about
1: almost 60 years ago. So we spoke about TAC, and because it survived in such harsh conditions, would you say it was pretty strong? I would, say uh, I would say it's pretty strong. Well, in the early 1950s, scientists were looking at how tough bacteria can be under different conditions. For example, think about bacteria being in a boxing ring with a virus. In the blue corner, we have B-teria.
0: In the blue corner, weighing in at one picogram, B. Terrier.
1: And in the red corner, we have V. Iris. In
0: the red corner, at one million atoms, we have V. Yep, sorry, yep, yeah. go on.
1: <laughs> so we've got B. Terrier in the blue corner and V. Iris in the red. They let them fight to the death and see who'd come out on top. They discovered that some types of bacteria seemed to be more resistant to viral infections than others. And do you want to take a stab and a guess at what they were called?
0: Um, Mike Tyson? Uh, no, I've got one. i got it. Uh, Thermus aquaticus gladiators.
1: Uh, not quite. They were simply virus-resistant bacteria. Well, that's a boring name. Now, a virus, scientists are not quite sure if they're living because they're so different from what we define as being alive. They are smaller than a single cell because a normal living cell replicates by cell division. But a virus doesn't have cells, so it can't copy itself through cell division. A virus copies itself using chemical machinery. So the virus life cycle, if we can call it that, involves invading a cell, and when inside that cell, using its chemical machinery to stay alive and to reproduce. Viruses that invade and infect bacterial cells are called bacteriophages, and their main goal after getting inside a bacteria is to produce more of itself, more bacteriophages. So when the scientists were looking at the different conditions that bacteria could survive under, they had some bacteria with Viruses. And some of the bacteria were surviving in the presence of viruses and other bacteria were not doing so well. Hence our little boxing ring. Yeah. Our boxing ring with bacteria and B iris. This is Rayleigh Podcast, shining light on the benefits of blue sky research. You can find us on Facebook, Rayleigh Podcast, R-A-Y-L-E-E, You can also find us on SoundCloud and iTunes.
0: So these bacteriophage-resistant bacteria, they've got some sort of self-defence, like some sort of secret weapon, right? Yes, this weapon is a group of enzymes called restriction
1: endonucleases. But for short, we simply call them restriction enzymes.
0: Now, Jake, what is an enzyme? Oh, man, you're testing me now. So an enzyme is a catalyst, usually a protein, and it is a biological molecule. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Ten points to Ravenclaw. Okay, so I got that bit right, but what's restrictive about a restriction enzyme? What do they do? So restriction enzymes, they cut.
1: So we've got our copy, our paste, and now we have our cut. Restriction enzymes cut DNA sequences into smaller pieces, but they only cut in a specific spot in the DNA. And this specific spot is called a
0: recognition sequence. So, restriction enzymes snip up DNA and RNA. So, restriction enzymes snip out the DNA and RNA, they cut it all up. And so, the bacteria that were resistant to the viruses were they able to cut up the virus's DNA? That's right. The bacteria had these restriction enzymes and they were cutting up the viral DNA and the viral RNA. So these scientists were looking at the resistance of bacteria. They found these restriction enzymes. So I mean what's the point? I mean the whole point of this podcast, the Rayleigh podcast, is to show the benefits of blue sky research, to, you know, talk about how basic or pure or blue sky research has done something really, really cool and benefit our everyday world. Where is this leading to, man? Well,
1: today, researchers rely on restriction enzymes to perform virtually any process that involves manipulating, analysing and creating new combinations of DNA sequences. Restriction enzymes are used in DNA cloning, hereditary disease diagnosis, paternity testing, forensics, genomics like the Human Genome Project, genetically modified organisms, and of course, my favourite,
0: biotechnology. Wow. That's a really impressive list for a bunch of little fighters. Now, what are some specific benefits of being able to cut up these little tiny bits of DNA? Well, using restriction enzymes,
1: we can cut specific sections of a DNA sequence. So if we're interested, we can cut a piece of DNA, and using other techniques, like our friend TAC polymerase, We can use that to clone these sections we've cut out. With these restriction enzymes and DNA cloning techniques, it's possible to acquire large quantities of human proteins outside of the human body. Because of restriction enzymes, we now have more than 100 products for human therapy. So to help people who are suffering.
0: More than 100. More than 100. Wow. That is really, really cool. So... Just tell me one. At one. What's one, one little thing that it's doing right now? The gene that produces insulin, which is involved in the regulation
1: of blood sugar. If we've got that gene and we clone that gene, then we can have a supply of insulin for people who suffer from diabetes. So there are various proteins which are now available for people with blood clotting disorders. We have
0: human growth hormone for people who need that. It's a large list. So you're telling me that scientists that were poking around with some bacteria and they were throwing some viruses into the ring and seeing what's going on, this helped develop therapies for diabetics and people with blood clotting disorders? Is that what you're telling me, man? That's right. Using these parts from bacteria which showed resistance to viruses. That is a really incredible story. Which is
1: why, for me, biotechnology is such an amazing field of science to be involved in. We just don't know the potential uses for the DNA, the genes, proteins and the organisms around us. The only way to find out is to investigate and to experiment. This is Jake.
0: And I'm Tyrone. And this has been Rarely Podcast. We will catch you next time. Our intro, interlude and outro is by Alex Baroza and the title is a Spinning.